Welcome to our Daily Inspiration Podcast. As Inspire Church is walking through a 30-day rule of life, whether you are participating fully or just listening, we hope you are blessed. Inspire Church, what's up? This is Mike Evans. I am so excited to be sharing with you guys today. Man, me and Jerry love you all. You guys hold such a special place in our hearts. We consider you family. Uh, We love any chance we have to reunite with you guys. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much to Pastor Phil and the team over there um, for giving me this opportunity to, to be here sharing with you. And I'm just so excited for what you guys have going on this month. You know, I'm praying and believing that these 30 days that you're on this this journey going through these spiritual disciplines, these these rhythms, uh, that it's going to be life-changing for you. And that it's going to bring breakthrough in so many ways for your life. And I want to start by this verse, by sharing this verse, John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. These are Jesus' words. And that life and life abundance that Jesus is talking about is first and foremost a relationship with him. That's having that life and having that abundant life that he's talking about. It's most importantly, it's having a relationship with Jesus, asking him into our heart as Lord and Savior and having that relationship with him now and into eternity. But also, there's an enemy out there that doesn't want that for you. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy any opportunity of that happening for you. So, This is why what you guys are doing as a church right now, going through this 30 days of of these spiritual rhythms, why it's so important, because this is how we guard these, these rhythms that you guys are going through this month. This is how you guard and fight against what the enemy is trying to do. And I think also establishing these spiritual rhythms as part of our lives, as who we are, that it's also how we get to experience that abundant life here and now. So the rhythm that I'll be discussing today is fasting. And everyone um, who who has spoken on fasting on on the podcast this week, man, they have done a great job. So please uh, make sure that you check all of those out. And uh, today I will piggyback and echo a little of what others might have said. But today I mainly want to encourage you guys, uh, maybe challenge um, as you choose to make fasting a rhythm in your life. So just to start off, you know, what is it, fasting? I like how John Piper defines it. He says, fasting is a temporary renunciation of something that is in itself good, like food, in order to intensify our expression of need for something greater, namely God and his work in our lives. So you can look at it like this. If we don't fast, if we don't make that a rhythm in our life, then our need isn't intensified that I need more of God and I need his work in my life. That's not intensified. It's like I don't become more aware of how much I need him. 
And that doesn't happen if we don't fast, probably because, you know, I just, you know, I'll, I'll always find comfort in, in other areas. You know, I'll comfort myself with food. I'll comfort myself with social media, with relationships, with entertainment, you name it. So fasting declares simply this. Fasting declares, I need more of God in my life, and I need him more than anything else. And you know what? Here's how great our God is. When we fast for more of him in our life, he enhances those things that were given up. He enhances those other things in our life. He brings more meaning to those things that we're giving up. He brings more clarity to them. Maybe if I need to dial back a little bit, or maybe if I even need to get rid of some things that I'm giving up. You know, there's been so many times that, you know, when I, whenever I have fasted in the past, um, when I've decided, oh, you know what, though, but I'm also going to give up this, you know, uh, say it's, you know, I'm going to give up uh, a sports center, you know, for however long that I'm fasting for, um, that, you know, when I'm done fasting, God has brought clarity of, hey, you know what, Mikey? Um, maybe you don't need to be watching this much of Sports Center in your life. And so that's just, you know, the byproduct of what fasting also does. Now, why should we fast? Well, you know, first and foremost, I think personally, because Jesus did it, you know? I mean, if Jesus, the Son of God, felt the need to fast and, you know, I and you want to be more like Jesus, then man, we we definitely need to fast, right? It's like, shoot, if the Son of God needs to fast, well, then I probably got to fast even more. But generally, also why we should fast, or as I like to call it, bluff, the bottom line up front, is when we fast, I believe that it brings us closer to God. And James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And I don't know about you, but a life close to God is where I want to be. Because in my personal experience, whenever I fasted and, and, and just took time just to you know say, God, I'm saying no to this and yes to you, man, there has been peace and turmoil. There has been clarity in the midst of doubt and confusion. There's been hope and, you know, what seems like hopeless situations. And so I can't sit here and tell you exactly what's going to happen when you fast and exactly what's going to do. But man, being close to God has just done so much for me and my walk. And I want to see it do do the same for you as well. Now, how should we fast? Now, as has been said before uh, this week, <clears throat> there's you know many different ways that we can fast, uh, when to fast, and how long to fast. You know, there's fasting from from food. There's fasting from certain types of food. Uh, there's you know maybe uh, as other people have said, you know, go and, and talk to your doctor and 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 ask and ask them, you know, what's good for you. Is it okay to to give up food for for this amount of time? And maybe it's not. And so okay, well, we can fast uh, social media, TV, you know, uh, whatever. But if possible, I want to encourage you to fast from food. 
I would say, you know, as as has been said, that you know, it's definitely uh, it's it's a definitely biblical, and it's also universal. I mean, all of us in the whole world, we rely on food, you know. So when we choose to give that up, there's this there's this unity, you know, that like man, like like we're all in this together type of thing going on. But I would also encourage and challenge you that when you fast, think of this. What might be a master over my life? So on top of, you know, fasting from food, don't just stop there. I I would encourage and challenge you to do more than that. Fast from food, yeah, but also ask yourself, what might be a master over my life? In 1 Corinthians 6.12, it says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. So, you know, I don't have social media. um, So whenever I choose to fast, um, I also uh, put in there just sources of entertainment because that's how I also, you know, like whenever I just have time to spare, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, check the ESPN app and be on there forever. I'll go on YouTube, you know? And so I think of like, man, like what could have a master over my life? Because man, I don't want anything, anything to have a master over my life, but my master, God, right? The, the, the one whom I serve, that is the only one who I want to have a master over my life. So ask yourself that, you know, On top of fasting from food, you know, like what else has a master over your life? And fast from that as well. And man, it'll be just a great benefit for you. So when it comes to how long that you should fast, pray and ask God. Talk to your leaders even and and ask them for uh, for, uh, their input and uh, their advice. Personally, you know, I like to make sure that when it comes to the amount of time that it's a sacrifice. You know, that it's a true sacrifice, that it's a true uh, declaration of how much I need and want more of God in my life. You know, if, if, if giving up one meal is nothing, if giving up two meals is, is, is you know, nothing, well then, man, I, I, I want to make sure that it's a fact, that, that it's a sacrifice. And so I'm going to choose to, you know, to fast that whole day or maybe two or three days even. So pray and ask God. But now this is the most important part to the how to fast, I believe. When you fast, pray. You got to pray. You got to seek after God. While fasting, we need to be spending quality time with God. Man, when I was younger and 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 I was just getting into fasting, you know, I was like here I was giving up food for however long of a time and just dreading it. I mean, it was just painful. And then it was over and then I, you know, stuffed my face. And then, you know, we talk about it and like, I don't know, it was all right, I guess. And then, and then when finally learning that, no, no, like when you fast, like everything else in your, in your pursuit of God needs to increase. And that's what really, man, helps you encounter God during that time. That's when I had the aha moment, right? So while fasting, if prayer, worship, devotion, does not increase, then I would say that 
you know, that, that all that should be the most important part of our day while, while fasting our just our devotion time to God. And if it isn't, then we're probably just on a weight loss program, to be honest with you. So when you fast, man, wherever you're at right now in your prayer life, in your devotion time, and having your own worship time with God, kick it up a notch. You know, like don't feel like you got to go super crazy with it and then all of a sudden, you know, kind of just burn yourself out. But man, definitely kick it up a notch because that is when you will truly, truly encounter more of God. Now, when should we fast? Well, as has been said, and what this is all about, man, make it a rhythm. You know, I would encourage you guys, man, fasting, make it a weekly part of your life, you know, if not monthly part of your life. You know, say, man, choose every Monday because you just want to start start off that work week just in the right, you know, just in the right spiritual place, you know, or whatever works for you, but try to make it a rhythm, a part of who you are. And I believe that, you know, doing this helps us keep more consistency in our spiritual walk. You know, when we choose to make it a rhythm, you know, fasting, just, yeah, man, I do this every Tuesday, or I do this every Tuesday and Thursday, or I do it on on, on uh, the first Friday of, of, of every month. When we choose to do that, I believe it brings consistency in our spiritual walk. Like, you know, like like we keep on 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 making progress. Maybe it's not always, you know, uh, the amount of progress, but we're making progress instead of feeling like, you know, how how we all feel sometimes that, man, I feel like I'm just all over the place. I feel like I'm just being tossed back and forth, you know, I'm, I'm up, I'm down. I got a good attitude one day, a bad attitude. I, I believe that if we make it a rhythm, then it'll help us bring a consistency to our spiritual walk. And also when we should fast, whenever needed, you know, whenever you're in need of an answered prayer, whenever you're in need of, of a direction for what to do in life or just more clarity on a decision to make, or you just want a breakthrough in a certain area of your life or, or, or someone else's life, man, that is a time to fast. Now, I'd like to end this with one tip and one personal experience. The... The main tip that I want to share with you guys is this. Don't give up. When you're fasting, don't give up. Have you ever, you know, whenever you chose to fast, have you ever felt like you've been more under attack during that time? And you're like, man, God, what the heck? You know, like, here I am choosing to fast, choosing to give up all this food that I love for you. And man, I feel like... I'm under more attack now than when I'm not fasting. What's going on, God? I remember uh, as a church, uh, we called for a fast for a certain month. And, you know, we made sure that every day of that month, somebody was fasting. And when that month was over, uh, you know, everyone had different experiences. But I would say the the common den- denominator was that everyone felt like they were under more attack that month. And when I told them, I was like, well, you know what? That's a good thing. (laughs) Praise God for that. And 
And it is a good thing for us when, 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 we, when we are noticing that we are under attack. Because, well, first, the enemy only attacks when he feels threatened, right? Remember, his job, the enemy, is uh, to, to kill, steal, and destroy any hope that you have of experiencing life and the life abundance that Jesus wants for you, right? And so it is a good thing because now when, 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 when we are noticing that we're under attack, it's a good thing because now we're more aware. We are more aware of the spiritual battle that we all face, you know? I mean, and then now this fasting, it becomes a spiritual weapon. So don't give up though, because that's what the enemy wants. He wants you just to give in to how hungry you are, give in to look at your situation. It's even worse than when you begin fasting. Don't give in to that. Don't give up. Don't grow weary in doing good, for you will reap a harvest if you do not give up, the word tells us. Uh, personally, you know, I have never not experienced the power of God in some way, shape, or form while fasting. It has always, always been worth it. So please, please do not give up, you guys. When you're fasting, no matter no matter how hungry you get, no matter how much you're just itching to get back on TikTok, to get back on that social media that you gave up, man, don't think about what you're giving up. Don't focus on that. Focus on on, on who you're becoming in God. Just this past week, I was going through this certain type of fast, and man, I hit a wall where I just had no energy. I was just so tired. I was so out of it. And, and I had to remind myself, like, Mikey, where is your contentment? Is your contentment in food? Does food make you happy? Is food what makes you content? Because the only thing that should make us content in life is God, knowing who he is, knowing who we are in him. So focus on that, you guys. Do not give up. And that leads me to what I want to conclude with, which is just a quick personal experience that I've had with fasting. Um, as a newlywed, Jerry and I, we just got married and we've been married for maybe one year. And we're living in Southern California. And uh, one of Jerry's uh, friends from law school, uh, she, uh, she is also a believer. And so we became friends with, with her and, uh, and her boyfriend at the time. But I didn't know them too well at all. You know, Jerry was definitely closer friends with them. I didn't know them that well. Well, they approached me one day and asked me if I would marry them. And now I was, you know, 23, 24 years old and, uh, you know, had, had no role in the church whatsoever, uh, had definitely never married anyone. And in my mind, I was like, wait, 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 no, no, no. The, like the only people that can marry someone is a pastor or a priest. You know, it's like, man, I was scared to death, but I reluctantly said, okay, <laughs> to them. And so as the day was approaching, I was scared out of my mind. I mean, I was freaking out. And so they were getting married uh, on a beach in, in Ventura. 
And uh, I remember the night before that day, I was fasting because I was just scared to death. And I was like, God, please help me. I'm so scared. I don't know what to do. And so I was fasting just because I needed God's help. And um, and so it's the night before the wedding and I'm fasting. And then I'm in that state of, you know, trying to fall asleep, but I can't fall asleep. And, you know, when you're in that state, like sometimes you, you kind of get little little dreams or something like that. So while I was in that state, I had, I don't know what you want to call it, whether you want to call it a vision, a dream. But I saw something clear as day in my mind that I have never experienced before. And so what I saw was I saw um, Amanda in her wedding dress. And what was also happening were there was these like figures of these just like mean looking like demons or something scary. And they were just messing with her. They were pushing her, shoving her, ripping at her dress. And I mean, she was just, I mean, just in a horrible situation. And then I woke up and I had never had this feeling before in my life. And right away, I knew I had to do something. And I was like, God, I don't know what that was, but what do you want me to do with that? And I felt in my heart, God say, Amanda's going through something right now and you need to pray for her. So right there, I, I just started praying and crying out for her and just asking for God to be with her, to help her, protect her, you know, everything. And so the next morning was the wedding. And I, of course, didn't want to share this with her before the wedding, you know, and <laughs> encourage possible some uh, cold feet or something like that. So I waited till after the wedding and praise God, the, the wedding went, went great. And I waited till after the reception and everyone was having a good time and everything. And I finally talked to her and I said, Amanda, Last night, this is what happened. You know, this is what I saw. And first and foremost, the crazy part was the dress I saw was what she was wearing. I kid you not. And then, and then, so I asked her, hey, 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 this is what happened. Were you going through something last night? And she said, oh my gosh, Mikey, yeah. I felt like I was being tormented. And I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, I have goosebumps right now just, just, just talking about this, you know, shoot, 13 years later. But man, I share this story with you because when you fast, first off, you never know what God is going to do. And that is what makes our walk with God so exciting and so reviving. But two, when you fast, the power of God that we also get to experience is not just uh, for our lives and it's not just us being impacted, but those around our lives as well. Man, when we, when we fast, I mean, now don't get me wrong. Now, this isn't what's going to happen every time. And I'm not saying, hey, because I had this experience, that means you're going to have this experience. Remember, the most important reason why to fast is simply to draw near to God to have more of God in our life. But a byproduct of that is that when we fast, those around us, their lives can get impacted also. When we fast, when you draw closer to God, we are maturing in Him. God is molding you, shaping you, sharpening who you are. So when that's happening, what kind of person do you think that you will become? 
What kind of spouse do you think that you will be? What kind of parent do you think you will be? What kind of employee, what kind of student, what kind of friend? Through your growth, through fasting, other lives will be impacted. More divine opportunities will take place. Opportunities to share the gospel, to share your story, to invite a friend or a family member to church, to see the kingdom of God grow. All of this is is just what can happen when we choose to fast. I mean, the skies are, are, are the limit, you guys. When we choose to fast, man, the power of God is unleashed. And I cannot tell you what that looks like, what's going to happen. If anything at all is going to happen, I can't tell you. But man, when you draw closer to God, he draws closer to us. And when that happens, we can just trust and know that our word says he's a good father. Our word says that he is our provider. Our word says that he is for us and not against us. And we can just stand on all of those promises. So I love you guys. I hope that we all make fasting and all of the spiritual disciplines or rhythms a part of who we are. And I cannot wait to hear what God does in and through all of you guys as you continue on this 30-day journey. So let's pray. God, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much that you put this on you know pastor phil and the team's heart to go on this on on a, this 30-day journey to add these spiritual disciplines these rhythms to be part of who we are i pray god that we're not just going to hear about these learn about them and, and say oh that's nice but not let it take root in our lives and impact our life and direct our lives please god The kingdom is at stake. When we choose to fast, the kingdom of God grows. We get to experience a little bit of heaven on earth. So I pray for everyone listening that you will bless them, that they will choose to make fasting a part of their life, first and foremost, simply because they want more of you. And I pray, God, that that will just do so much more for their lives. Bless them, God. Bless Inspire Church. Thank you so much for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you are inspired as we journey together to reorient our lives in life-giving practices as demonstrated in God's Word.